Act 5. Let's go to Act 5. Act 5 says, but a certain man named Ananias with Sapphira, his wife, sold the possession and kept back part of the price, his wife also being privy to it, and brought it and brought a certain part and laid it at the apostles' feet. So, um, and, but Peter said, Ananias, why have you, why has Satan filled your heart to lie to the Holy Ghost and to keep back part of the price of the land? And while it remains, was it not your own? And after it was sold, was it not your own? Or your, or your own? What you in thy own power? Why as you conceived these things in the heart? Thou art not lied unto men, but unto God. Uh, I'll read Amplified Version of that verse 5. It says this, um, as, long as, I, as long as it remained unsold, did it not remain your own to do with as you please? And after it was sold, was the money not under your control? Why is it that you have conceived this act of hypocrisy and deceit in your heart? You have not simply lied to people, but to God. So it's not just... Um, the people that he has lied to. He's not, he's, Peter was not even talking about him here. Yeah? Okay, because, uh, so this, this scripture was talking about this couple, Ananias and Sapphira, and there are a lot of debates as regards, you know, um, their spiritual state, if they were born again or if they were not born again. There are lots of, um, um, you know, um, explanations or so to say, a lot of um, corners to this Act 5 Story, the Ananias and Sapphira. But let's let me complete it. Verse 5. And hearing this word, Ananias fell down suddenly and died, and great fear and all gripped those who heard it. And verse 6, the young men in the and the young men in the congregation got up and wrapped the body and carried it out and buried it. Now, after an interval of three hours, his wife came in, not knowing what had happened. Peter asked her, Tell me, whatever, whether you sold your land for so much. And he said, yes, for so much. So she also, you know, uh, lied also. Verse 9, then Peter said to her, how could you two have agreed together to put the Holy, Holy, to put the Spirit of the Lord to test? Look, the feet of those who have buried your husband are at the door, and they will carry you out also. So uh, we saw what Peter did there. Uh, okay. Uh, okay. Uh, the, the, okay, let, let's just, just go complete it. And verse 10, and at once she fell down at his feet and uh, at his feet and died. And the young men came in and found her dead, and they carried her out and buried her beside her husband. And verse 11, great, great fear. Somebody say great fear. Great fear. So, yeah. so great fear and horror grieved the whole church and all who heard about these things. So, um, so this is a story about, it's a popular story. People, you must have read this story before. It's a story of a couple, Ananias and Sapphira, whom they uh, sold their land. You know, then people use, people give, uh, people use real estate as offering. Amen. People give houses, give land. In fact, you know, we read in, in Act 4. In Act 4, we saw in Act chapter 4, verse um, 36, it says, But Joseph, Joseph, who by the apostles was son of Barnabas, uh, which is being interpreted the son of consolation, a Levi, a Levite, and of the, of the country of Cyprus, having land, sold it, and brought the money and laid it to the apostles' feet. So people were doing that 
in the, in the early church. So this guy, I think I told you about the background of him because the Bible says there's a, there's a reason why the Bible, why the book of Acts had to emphasize uh, his tribe. He said he was a Levite. Why? Because uh, in the Old Testament, Levites don't give. Okay? They receive. Okay? They receive. And uh, because all our tribes are the ones who bring the things and give to them. But now in the New Testament, things have changed to the extent that even the Levite who never, who does not give, now found a need, a desire to sell his land and bring to the apostles' feet. And now, but they were bringing to the apostles' feet because uh, the apostles would take the money or take whatever people bring and they will make distribution uh, to the church, to those who don't have. So the way they were doing it then is, for example, as we gather offering today, okay, uh, you know, after service, people will know, will know people who don't have and who have who have not paid their rent, they will pay their rent. Who have not eaten, they will give them to eat. You know, uh, well, actually, we have a welfare department that are doing that in church. Yeah, amen. Though they were now several times that come, 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 receive the distribution of the saints. Many of us don't want to. You will not come. Amen. So, but the church, Love Dominion, has such, such a rather, such a um, ministry. So those, that, that's what was happening in the time of the act, the, the, the early church. They would bring money, they would make distributions. So these guys, Ananias and Sapphira, also made um, their own contribution too. Now the, the question and the, you know, the question and the doubt of Ananias and Sapphira are questions if they were really born again. Number one, you know, if, if and one major you know, that thing there is that if God, did God kill them, okay? Um, if God killed them, amen, are we together, everybody? If God killed them, because evidently they lied, amen. They lied, they came with deceit, and they were hypocritical, and they lied. So if they lied and God killed them, then that killing ministry should still continue till today, amen. Uh, I think I am, you know, I don't know, may not be 100% certain, but I, I think, you know, not everybody in the church, you know, uh, since the days of Ananias and Zafira have been 100% faithful or honest. I, I think so. I don't know. Because sometimes, you know, you hear people say statements like, oh, God, if you can uh, give me this job, I'm going to give you my first salary, you know. My, all my first, sometimes they say, God, if you can give me this job, I'm going to give you five months of my salary. I know many people have made so many promises here, okay, and uh, that you have not been faithful to keep all. I mean, I'm not saying that you should, you know, be unfaithful. I'm saying that, you know, with man lies inconsistencies, okay, and, um, you know, um, with God. The Bible says God is faithful. The Bible calls God a faithful God. God is always faithful. Amen. God is always faithful. Now, you know, sometimes you make some promises to the Lord, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that. Now, now that is also, that thought is also in the story of Ananias and Sapphira that God killed them. So the, the extended thought is if God killed them, then God should have been consistent because it changed not. Okay, then it should be consistent in doing the same thing. Uh, but also, you know, you know, there are so many things that we, we, we have to look at here. Because I also don't want to say that, you know, God, you know, uh, 
did not. Where well, the scripture, let's read it. Let's read. The scripture did not say, Amen. So that's very important. The scripture never said that God killed them. Are we together here? Yeah? Now we're going somewhere. Look at, let's go back to Act uh, 5. Uh, some also insinuate that Ananias and Sapphira were not born again. All right, they were not born again. So if they were not born again, the explanation means if they were not born again, it would mean that um, they deserved judgment. Okay? Uh, yeah, yeah, well, that, that can be valid. Are we together? That can be valid uh, that they were not born again. That they were born again, it can also be valid. Because recently, we just had about 3,000 people added to the church. Okay, we had all kinds of people joining the church. And very important, I think before I proceed, I would like us to also see this, uh, that, you know, for example, look at in Acts, um, are we together, everybody? Uh, in uh, Galatians, Galatians 2, there are certain people called, uh, you know, we call them first brethren. Amen. We'll go back to our, you know, Acts 5 soon, but just Galatians 2. Now, Galatians 2, now look at it, verse 4. You know, uh, Paul was saying this. Paul said, um, let's start from verse 1. He said, then, then 14, years after I went, 14 years after I went up to Jerusalem with Barnabas and took titles with me. And I, and I went up by revelation and communicated unto them the gospel which I preached among the Gentiles, but privately to them which were of reputation, lest by any means I should run or had run in vain. So this was... Paul speaking here that, you know, after he received Jesus or something, he went 13 years, uh, he went, you know, away for 13 years, then he returned back to, uh, uh, for 14 years, he returned back to Jerusalem with Barnabas and Titus. Are you following him, everybody? Now, Barnabas and Titus were not, were not Jews. Amen. So they were Gentiles. They were not Jews, they were Gentiles. And the Gentiles were, uh, in the Jewish culture, in their Old Testament the Jews don't interact with Gentiles, okay? So, um, so except the person is a proselyte. So a proselyte means that you, you begin to do the, um, the Jewish, you begin to practice the Jewish culture, but you have, before you can practice the Jewish culture, you have to be circumcised, okay? So now Paul had gone, had ministered to Titus and Barnabas, so he had met some of these guys, and they had received Jesus. He, didn't introduce, uh, he only introduced the gospel to them without the Jewish uh, practices and all. So, but when he came to Jerusalem, he said, I went up by revelation and communicated unto them the gospel which I received among the Gentiles, um, which I preached, rather, among the Gentiles, but privately to them which were of reputation, lest by any means I should have run or had run in vain. Uh, this, is not, um, uh, this is not an interrogation of, you know, but that, that just go. But neither Titus, who was with me, being a Greek, you see that? Are you following everybody? Was compelled to be circumcised. And, and because of the false brethren who unaware brought in, who came in privately to spy out our liberty, which we have in Christ Jesus, that they might bring us into bondage. Now, so, so, uh, okay. I'll read Amplified Version, sorry. My concern was because of the false brothers, those people masquerading as Christians, who had been secretly smuggled in to, to, to the community of believers. They had slipped in to spy on the freedom which we have in Christ Jesus in order to bring us back into bondage under the law of Moses. Now, I think this is very, this one even went straight to the point. So, so he says, because of that, he said, we did not yield to them. 
Even for a moment. So, you know, you know that's contention. Like, you know, that's what I'm saying. Like somebody is like, why are you arguing all this? You have a right to contend with the scriptures. Amen. Amen. Are, are we together, everybody? Yes. You have the right to do what? Contend with the scripture. Is it not don't feel like well, why are you always contend with the scripture? You have the right to contend with the scripture. Because that's the way it can always work. Because if you don't contend with the scripture, the truth will not be preserved to the next generation. Are you going to say, look at what he says there? Look at it. He says, He said, But we did not yield to them, even for a moment, so that the truth of the gospel would continue to remain with you in its purity. But from those who were of high reputation, whatever they were in terms of individual importance, make no difference to me. God shows no partialities. Now, but that's just by the way, the emphasis of the why I went to this Galatian story is because there were, you know, in those times, in those days, there were, we have mixed multitude. Are we together? We have mixed multitude. Even today, we still have mixed multitude. We have lots of mixed multitude. People who come to church to chase girls. Not because they came for the world. Are you kind of trying to say here? You know, that, 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 as the message is coming, they are not even listening. Let him quickly finish. So, when we see, she's sitting there. Is, are you going to try to say, they're just waiting for service to enter, to finish? So, hello. Are you going to try to say, yeah? So, so, we have mixed multitude, all kinds of mixed multitude. People that have not encountered the gospel before, they knew nothing about Jesus. So, in the, in the, in the early church, too, they had such experiences. Paul, Paul called them, Paul said, first brethren. So, it's very possible that Ananias and Sapphira belong to that same group. Amen. Because if you look at what it says there, look at it. It's very possible. Act, let's go back to our Act story. I'm going somewhere. Act, look at it. It says in Act 5, 3, but Peter said, Peter said, Ananias, why has Satan filled your heart to lie to the Holy Ghost? Okay? So there is an infilling of Satan. Amen. There's a the one who is a believer is supposedly not to be filled with Satan. Are we together? Because you're filled with the Holy Ghost. But, but there is something that I want to bring our attention to here. And that is certain oppression of the Spirit that also happened here. And, I, and that is one of my major emphasis today. Okay, The oppression of the Spirit that happened here is the fact that the presence of God was so thick in this season or this period, especially with, uh, you know, because this was even not long after there was an appointment of the Spirit. This was a period where we had over 3,000 people came to Jesus. This was a time when Peter had to explain Joel's story. And people came and said, yeah, what must we do to be saved? And they, they were saved. So, we are looking at all the parameters that are happening that, that could be, that could occur here. Are you following everybody? We're looking at all the parameters that could occur here. One is that we have mixed multitude. Two is that Ananias has had his heart filled with Satan. Okay? His heart filled with Satan. But one that I want us to also look at is the thickness of God's presence I'm talking about the glory of his presence. And he says that it was even easier because we cannot also remove the fact that Peter facilitated the death of Ananias and Sapphira. I use the word facilitated. I not, I, I'm careful not to use the word killed. Amen. Because 
Why? Look at it. Peter even prophesied it. Look at verse. Are we together, everybody? Verse. Um, are you with me, everybody? Yeah? Okay. Look at verse 9. I think it's 9. Yeah? Okay, 9. Look at it. Then Peter said to her, speaking to the wife, How is it that you have agreed together to tempt the Spirit of the Lord beyond the feet of them which have buried your husband at the door and shall carry you also? So, so, he, so he, he said it, they will carry you also. And, you know, and it happened. But Peter was used the power of speech, the power of the word to facilitate the judgment that came on them. Now, very important because I, I, this is also important for us to know. In, in Acts, for example, you know, in Acts 8, there was a man, you know, Simeon, who... Um, who was, you know, making money you know, by sorcery and by doing all kinds of things. And when, the, when Peter came to him, Peter told him that this is going to be said. Peter told him, he said, why are you so filled with God? Okay, and the guy told Peter, are we following everybody? The guy told Peter, he said, sorry, he said, pray for me that these things that you have said will not come on me. Okay? Yeah, because Peter said it. It could come on him. Act 13 again. Let's go to Act 13. I just want us to see some things here before we proceed. Act 13. So that we, don't, we can set ourselves free from uh, Act 13. Amen. Amen. Are you there? Yes, sir. Act 13. Is it verse 8 now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you. Verse 8. Act 13, sorry, this Bible is a new one, so it's refusing to work. Good. Yeah, good. Act 13, verse 8. So he said, But Elimas, the sorcerer, for so his name by interpretation, we stood them speaking to turn away the deputy from the faith. So they, Paul was preaching. This is Paul here now, was preaching. Then Saul, who also is called Paul, filled the Holy Ghost, set his eyes on him, and said, All full of subtlety. Of all substitute and all mischief, thou child of the devil, thou enemy of all righteousness, we thou not cease to pervert the way, the right way of the Lord. And now, behold, the hand of the Lord is upon you, and you will be blind, not seeing for a season. And immediately there fell on him a mist and a darkness, and he went about seeking them, seeking some to lead him by the hand. Now, the, then the deputy, when he saw what was done, believed. Being astonished at the doctrine of the Lord. Now, this is new tea. Amen. Amen. This is new tea. New tea means New Testament. And this is the man that even wrote Ephesians, Colossians, and said, oh, This is who I am in Christ Jesus. I am the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. Peter, I saw Paul, what we saw, Paul said to himself, you will be blind by sin. He said, the hand of the Lord is upon you. The hand of the Lord. He told him, he said, the hand of the Lord is upon you. He said it. He said it. You no, know, I had to underline several times in scripture. I underline, huh? Paul. He said, the hand of the Lord. Are you following? He told the guy, he said, the hand of the Lord. He said, you are perverting the right way. You are against the world. He said, you are, you are perverting. He said, the hand of the Lord is upon you. You will be blind for a season. And immediately the guy was blind. Paul, what Paul did there, Paul facilitated the judgment of God upon him by using words. 
Are we together here? He facilitated it. So, Ananias and Sapphira is actually, we cannot eliminate or exclude the, we cannot exclude God. Amen. Pastor. Yes. We cannot exclude God though. Amen. But one thing I want us to see here, so we'll go back to our act. We cannot exclude God because there was an oppression. Peter said it. Peter said, they have carried your husband, they will carry you too. And they carried her. Amen. Carried her. But what killed her? What killed them? Amen. Verse 3 says, Satan has filled their heart to lie to the Holy Ghost. To lie to the Holy Ghost. That is it. Are we together, everybody? Did you see that? Satan has filled their heart. Satan has filled their heart. It's very possible. Remember what the Bible says in Ephesians 5. Ephesians 4, he said, give no place for the devil. But before he said, give no place for the devil, look at what he says there. Go, there, go back to Ephesians. Let's go to Ephesians. We just compare scriptures. Because this teaching was supposed to uh, charge us to train our mouth from lying and our heart from deceit. Amen. Some of us are used to lying. We, see, the thing is that the, 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 the privilege, the honor that you have is that because you have received Jesus, you have been born again. And, and where you don't have facilitators of judgment around you. Amen. Yeah, because see, it is possible for you to, everyone, all over here, you can facilitate judgment. Just imagine somebody is coming to truncate your destiny. You know, remember the testimony you shared that time? Uh, Sister Shalom, about your dad. Somebody went to the shrine to kill the dad. It is at that time, it's two angels' sword. That's, there's somebody said something, and I saw it. There are angels that are singing, the angels are fighting. <laughs> Not angels are singing, amen. How you going to try to say yes? So, it, it sees that facilitators of such judgment. Even when Jesus, when Jesus, uh, uh, when Peter slides somebody's head, Jesus fixed it. Jesus said, No, 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 that's not time for that. He said, Do, Don't you know that I, he said, If I want to call legions, he was telling the people, he said, If I want to call legions, there will I mean, angels to come, they will come and do my, my father's bidding. And these angels, he called them, said, They are armies. They are not singers. I can try to say, Yeah, they're not singers. And you know, the interesting thing is this even when you pray in the Holy Ghost, let's say you are praying in the Holy Ghost as a believer, you, you steer up or enforce. Their, their deployment. When, you, when you're praying the Holy Ghost, for example, you, you, you are sleeping, you want to sleep in your room, and you know, some of you are always afraid of sleeping. Let's say you, you, know, you, you, you are praying the Holy Ghost, praying the Holy Ghost. You can deploy angels and sight them at different corners of your, even your journey. Some of you want to travel, you're afraid. Maybe there will be enemies on the, in the, on the road. You can deploy angels, and these angels are not going to go there and be singing. I can try to say they are not going to go there to sing. They are there to do certain bidding. I was telling you some other times that there are angels that are just dedicated to bring good news. Yes, we are looking at the ones that bring babies. Yes, sir. Amen. Some bring babies. I was telling you, I knew that times when we are praying, we are doing prayer meeting. I used to tell you that uh, we are going to experience an increase soon. I said we are going to experience an increase because there's a particular angel that God has set for this house that brings people. And he does not, there's a way, there's a way he does it. I you know sometimes we're just praying, not all the time that, okay, we're just praying. I just know, ah, uh, 
This angel is on assignment. I was telling you, the Bible said, Jesus said from the angels are known to gather. He said in the last day, he said they will gather. Angels will gather from the north, from the, so they can gather. He said they will gather, they will gather, they will gather. The angels can gather. But for you to reinforce such angel, such operation, is you are praying the Holy Ghost. You are praying, you are praying. The heart is prepared for it. Are you going to try to say yeah. Not telling. So you, that's why when, when, even when God promises us protection or something, something, you know that it is through the ministry of angels. Those are they not all ministry spirit? They shall minister to those who are the heirs of salvation. Amen. But that's just by the way. You look at it. That's Ephesians. We look at that. Oh, Lord. Ephesians. Amen. Ephesians. Are we dead? Ephesians, look at it. It says, 23, he said, but be renewed in the spirit of your mind that you put on the new man, which after God is created in righteousness and true holiness. Wherefore, putting all lying, speaking every man truth with his neighbor, for we are members of one another. Be angry and see not, let not the sun go down upon your wrath. Verse 27, he says what? Neither give place to the devil. You don't give place to the devil. Amen. Because the devil can facilitate judgment. Amen. The man that yields to the devil, he can facilitate judgment. It's not something. He, the, the man of God can facilitate judgment. The same way the man of God can facilitate blessing. It can. How is to get everybody here? He can facilitate blessing. He can facilitate it. So we, we must learn to train our mouth. Hypocrisy. That's what happened. These guys, Ananias and Sapphira, their heart had been filled with Satan. In fact, clearly, because remember, remember what he said? He said, why have you done this to lie? To, the, to lie? He said, you have not simply lied to the people. Amen. You have not simply lied to the people. It means that they had come and said, guys, 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 guys we are going to sell to the big. They, they, they will do it secretly. It's not even a secret one. I want you to get the entire picture clearly. You know, so, you know sometimes when you even make some secret, you know, you can talk to them, I'm going to do this secretly. But these guys came publicly and said, ah, ah. it means, in fact, they said they have lied to the people. It means these guys are deceitful. The couple, they are deceitful. They had a plan. It's, that's why I believe this, the other angle that they probably are not born again. They are false brethren. Because a true believer will not do that. I can friends say, yeah. Because you know why? Because after what happened to them, the Bible said the rest. They, they, look at it. Look at it. Amen. No, even before the fear came upon them, look at it. Uh, 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 verse 13. Verse 13. What did he say? 13 or 5. Act 5, 13. And the rest, let me read. I'm done. And none of the rest of the people, the non believers, Dare to associate, I'm reading Amplified Version, dare to associate with them. However, the people were holding them in high esteem and were speaking highly of them. The non believers, when they saw what has happened, it's like there's an oppression that is happening within this camp that we might not be able to explain because they've been confused right from time. They got confused, they first got confused with tongues. And now came somebody who went there to boast, to to manipulate the family the fa- and receive judgment by this guy facilitating it. It's like we stay, we stay away. Are we together here? But this is the point. This is the point. This is the point. The believing one, are we together? The believing one must train, we must train our lips to speak the truth always. 
We must. We must train our lips to speak the truth always. Amen. Look at your neighbor and tell your neighbor, train your lips. It's very important. He said, neither. He said, he said, he said put away all lying. All lying. All hypocrisy. Put it away. But you speak the truth in righteousness and in holiness. And we're saying that that's first thing that the Holy Ghost first did. When he came, when there was an outpouring of the Spirit in Acts 2, the first thing he did was to change the mouth. Because he said, the Bible says the mouth is an unruly evil. Okay, it can burn the whole house. He said, who can tame it? Who can tame the leaf? Is it? Is that what the scripture says? Yes, Nobody can tame the leaves. So it takes the power of the Holy Ghost to tame it. So when they, in the book of Acts, when they waited for the Holy Ghost, when God filled the Holy Ghost, the first thing was the taming of their leaves. Cloving tongues of fire to burn the leaves. Hallelujah. Are we together here? Because you can never get it wrong when you speak right. It's better you keep short. You know, let me say this to you. I told us once, when we first came, I think the first preaching I ever preached publicly here was the cutting cake. I told us once there. Cutting cake because the thing is that you don't just joke with the name of God. You don't joke with the gospel. Are you getting what I'm trying to say here? The same thing. Because when you say, I'm not saying, if you want to call cake with Jesus' name, okay, amen. I'm not saying, I mean, I mean I, personally for me, I read too much meaning to it. I read too much meaning to it. You know, say, J, J, E, E, S, U, U, S, say Jesus, Jesus, key. So, you know, the idea I had was, so when it is time to now cast out demon, you say, in the name of Jesus, get out. The demon will think you want to cut cake. Well, he's not sure what's happening here. Amen. So that's why when you train your heart, your mouth to give reverence, when you use it, it will work. But for example, if you have been training your mouth to speak lies, now when it's not time for you to not use the name of Jesus, it is, you, it's lie that is emanating. It's lie. It's a spirit. It's an atmosphere. You create an atmosphere. When you're talking, when you lie all the time, you create an atmosphere. It's a spiritual thing. This guy's lied. Look at it. Ananias and Sapphira lied. And in the spirit, it's a me, it has a meaning. It has a meaning to the thick presence that was happening in those days. Are you getting what I'm trying to say here? And they lied. It could have just been, they could have just ignored it. But they lied. Peter perceived, said, I perceived the Satan as fear. Because the Holy Ghost cannot feel your heart. And you lie. They are perceived as Satan as fear. It is to perceive. Satan, why, Satan, why has Satan filled your heart? Use all filled. Filled. Ha! I think it's the only place in the previous uh, the, uh, that are filled with Satan. Amen. Yeah, there, there, there are places where there is Satan, but use the word filled. There is filled with Satan. Uh-uh. Amen. No believer is filled with Satan. Amen. Satan cannot resist. Satan can try to, you know, you know, uh, resist or trying to get the way. For example, the Bible says on this. The Bible says because we know the, that don't be ignorant of the devices. Okay, so we forgive. That was in First Corinthians, Second Corinthians too, because because we know the devices of Satan, which is unforgiveness. So when there is unforgiveness, Satan can take advantage of that too as well. But because of our time, I hope I hope you get something today. That is what I prayed for. For us. Amen. Don't live in truth. 8247. Use your mouth. 
you train your mouth, train it. Hallelujah. Train your mouth. It's better you don't say it. Some of you, for example, look at it. Some of you, when you lie, you lie, 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 lie all the time. Now, and now you're preaching the gospel and you want somebody to be convinced. How, how do you want to do it? It's not possible because you've trained your lips already. Are you what I'm trying to say here? When you're praying the Holy Ghost, you're you are repositioning your heart. You cannot, you cannot be a liar. I mean, be, you, have, you cannot be training yourself to lie and now you teach the gospel to convince people to be saved. It won't work because it's a spirit. The Bible calls the Bible, there was a place the Bible calls the spirit of lies. He said the spirit, he said there's a spirit when they were planning to kill Ahab, he said the spirit came. He said, I will be, he said, I will be in their mouth. It's a spirit of lie. So when you train yourself in that spirit, in that attitude, you get used to it. Are you getting what I'm trying to say here? Yeah. Did you get something this morning? Bow your heads and talk to God. Say, Lord, help me. In the name of Jesus. Say, Lord, help me. Lord help me in the name of Jesus. Say Lord help me. So don't worry nobody's facilitating anybody's death here. We only facilitate your blessings. Say Lord help me. Help me to stay